So today, as part of our podcast series, which is powered by Upside Global, we have the honor to interview David Rose and Emma Barakloff, top executive of Chelsea Digital Ventures. So David is the head of Chelsea Digital Ventures, and Emma is a product owner for Bluefield. So David and Emma, welcome to the show. Thank Hi, you. Julian. Great. So David and Emma, so what I wanted to talk to you about today was talk about your latest initiatives, so Bluefuel and C-Score, and what you've learned so far from launching those products. Then I want to discuss your overall strategy, and then I'd like to talk about what it was like to for you guys to win a Champions League, and then what your plans are for the next 24 months. So how does it sound? Sounds good. Sounds good. Great. Yeah. Great. So could you, you know, for the audience, could you talk about your roles? Uh, at Chelsea Digital Ventures? Of course, um, let me start. So, so I head up Chelsea Digital Ventures. Um, what that is, is a spin out from Chelsea Football Club. Yeah. And we believe quite a, quite a unique way to take on sort of innovation in the, in the sports tech space. Where we've started is to look at the, the expertise that exists within the football club, where we're, we're lucky enough to have yeah, some some leading experts in fields such as yeah, nutrition, fitness, yeah. player monitoring, health, um, yeah, it's football and and technique. Yeah, and and build out products and services that utilize that expertise. Yeah, but build the products and services out aimed at an audience that isn't just limited to fans of Chelsea or fans of football. But anyone who could benefit from services that have you know, that degree of expertise at their core. Great. Uh, so, Emma, do you, do you want to talk about your role as the product owner? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, as product owner of Blue Fuel, uh, I was sort of basically responsible and sort of headed up the the development of that product um, and as David mentioned we've taken some of the nutritional expertise uh, as one of the areas to look at within the club uh, and we basically went about looking at how could we try and take some of that expertise and, and make it useful for some more everyday sports participants so you might have some very keen amateurs who are sort of you know trying to train like the pros certainly buy the football kit like the pros and the boots and everything to go with it uh, and really how could they try and sort of address some of their nutrition like that because there's a huge proliferation of products on the market but it's really the expertise part that people still miss out so you know you can buy and shop for a whole range of different protein energy drinks energy gels hydration powders those sorts of things but it's really that knowledge of how to best use those products around matches and training and to try and get the best out of them and and then help the body recover um etc afterwards and then also the kind of food first approach um, that the players take in in terms of how do you then try and um manipulate the diet around what the demands of those players are so you know the days before matches you're really looking at trying to increase energy intake in days where there's a bit less activity it's probably dropping um that overall energy intake but you might be looking to increase protein for instance to try and help a, a sort of rebuild phase and and say so trying to bring that kind of knowledge and best practice through into something that an everyday user can use so um we developed 
an, an app that you can have on your phone that basically operates in the way that a nutritionist would do. It will look at what's your schedule, what have you inputted, what's the demands of that, and then make recommendations of, of meals. So we've got a whole sort of recipe suite designed around that. Uh, and then we've got an accompanying physical product range um, to, to try and support that as well. So yeah, yeah. That's- that's great. So I, my, my next question was going to be about, can you explain Viewfuel? But I think you've done that. Um, uh, what, what, what's the price and how many products do you guys have for Blue Fuel? And what's the cost for anybody who wants to buy? Uh, there's 10 sort of physical products. The app is actually free to, to use. So you can go on and, and have a little play around and, and access um, some of those recipes and the recommendations. Um, yeah. And yeah, the, the, the prices range per units. Um, but yeah, it's all kind of price match to market so okay and, and, I, think, I think one of the interesting things with blue fuel is, is yeah i think authenticity is a word we use a lot within cdv mm-hmm. yeah i yeah this is not about a grand exercise where we're building products and you know and applying the, the chelsea mark and and using and using that mark and the and the understanding that you know and the support of the football club it's about genuinely you know, utilizing yeah, the, that knowledge. So mm-hmm. in Blue probably the greatest proof point of that is in developing those 10 SKUs, they were developed you know, with our nutritionists, yeah. with feedback from our players. They are used across our men's and women's team mm-hmm. and where appropriate across um, our academy. Yeah. So, so this is not something that we... Yeah, have badged and are out just selling to you know um, keen amateurs. Yeah, there's, yeah. In fact, in many ways, we are a significant supplier of nutrition to ourselves. Yeah, uh, and, and ultimately, yeah, you can imagine when you're playing at the level that a team like Chelsea play at, there can be no compromise. So at no point have yeah, I said to Emma, well, listen, Emma, wouldn't it be great if we could change the formulation slightly? You know, reduce the cost of goods. Yeah, compromise on quality slightly because our margin would be better. Yeah. Actually, it's always been, yeah, let's make the very best product to the requirements that have been set to us by the football club. And then, yeah, let's find a way to effectively share that knowledge with amateurs and share that product with amateurs. Yeah, that's great. So two, two follow-up questions on that. So what has been the response on the fans, number one? And how did you come up with the idea? Who came up with the idea? And um, let's take those in order then. So the response from the fans, it's a strange one because one of the greatest challenges for us is to come back to that point that we're building services here that aren't solely aimed at the Chelsea fan. Yeah. So actually, one of the, you know one of the biggest measures is are we getting our product messaging across to you know, the people who have that need? Yeah. yeah, there will be, of course, a crossover um, yeah. between you know active, participative, yeah, Chelsea fans who may play rugby, hockey, soccer. Yeah, um, and we've got to explain to them, uh, yeah, yeah, that which, given our reach and given the sort of the, the great you know sort of channels and conversations that we can have with our fans is slightly easier. But in many ways, the the, the tougher initial challenge is to make you know a uh, sort of nutrition range that's been developed and associated with football, relevant within other sports, and relevant, you know, yeah, we hope to other to fans of other clubs. I mean, we yeah. don't believe 
that tribal nature yeah extends exclusively if you've got a good product then it's a good product regardless of you know where it's been developed mm-hmm. that makes sense uh and then the, my second question was who got the idea so the idea now stretch back you know stretches back to three years ago whereby once i think we'd looked at different ways that we could approach innovation I mean, you see you know many um organizations and businesses yeah look at you know an incubation model you know pure investments you know ways to leverage some great work that's being done by third parties i think we felt that within sports there needed to be something you know a slightly different approach or at least a different approach was worth exploring yeah and yeah starting from that yeah starting from looking at you know what we had in our gift and yes we've got an audience um but more importantly the feeling that if you stop looking at chelsea through the eyes of just being yeah an elite football team and started looking at it as being yeah an elite sports organization you know and what made it elite was you know the knowledge that we had contained within yeah if we listed out all those various elements and including in that was the digital expertise that we had through uh, you know work that I was doing with the club you know you know the the expertise within our sort of marketing and commercial divisions and he brought that together um it was a melting pot for ideas and we probably explored nearly 30 different ideas i see based on mapping out all of those pockets of expertise within the club mm-hmm. we did a nine month um concepting phase where we worked up those ideas like any good funnel yeah you you throw some away as you go you throw yeah. many away pretty much immediately yeah you and you work a, a few up to yeah quite a progressed proposition for mm-hmm. providing that actually yeah here is a a small group of products that we or yeah concepts that we've now prototype designed and feel that are worth a shot that's great so Uh thank you for going through that. So now we talked about Bluefuel, but what about C-score? Can you explain a few words what this product is all about? Yeah, of course. So C-score's, you know, a very different space. So as a football club, we our business in many ways is to ensure the health and fitness of our players. There's a direct correlation between uh, keeping your players, you know, fit and healthy. um throughout the season and you know the club's performance and i think we've got a responsibility as well out to you know to our staff and i would extend that to our fans you know to promote good health yeah yeah we also have a program whereby you know we have you know our academy we have our loan player program where we're used to um ensuring yeah that you know all of those you know yeah you know, so sort of, yeah young men and women remain as healthy as possible yeah and often we're doing that remotely so that got us thinking <clears throat> just about the sort of population health and what measures there are and if you take something like bmi i mean bmi is a population health tool and it's beautifully simple just know your height height and weight um but actually for many of its uses is misappropriated because it's not a fantastically good measure of your individual health risk. Mhm. So could using a mobile phone we take 
the simplicity of you know, a solution like BMI, the strife for something that's far more accurate without needing to do VO2 max tests or you know, require someone to go to their GP for yeah, an appointment. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's, uh, that's, um, that's eScore. It's a mobile app. It leads you within about five minutes through um, a series of seven modifiable lifestyle areas mm -hmm. where possible we take measurements using the technical capability of the phone. Yeah. So for instance, we do body analysis from a single image. We use the camera to measure your heart rate. Yeah. And from that, we give you a score between zero and 100, which is a measure of your general health. Very mm -hmm. specific. It's a measure of your all-cause mortality. Yeah. <clears throat> the objective of that to first off educate users and give them an insight as to what may be detrimental areas to their health. Yeah. And then signpost them to you know partners and services that could be of genuine benefit. So I think our ambition with C-score is huge. I mean, we want to be a globally recognized uh, measure of health and promote good health to everyone. Well, I think it's a great idea to just leverage a simple smartphone app, right? Leverage a camera and other things without having to connect your wearable device or something, right? Um, I remember maybe like five, over five years ago, I was working with a company actually in Russia that built an application that could take your steps data and tell you if your health was improving or deteriorating. Sure. Right? It looks simple, but it wasn't. It wasn't simple to do that. So I just, just like the simplicity, right? Well, this uh, is it. I think, I think it's a really key distinction you make that, <clears throat> yeah, what's presented to the user needs to be incredibly simple. Yeah. That's not to say that the science behind, yeah, the formulation of that score is simple at all. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, we, yeah, so C-score was, you know, became a validated biomarker earlier this year. We've worked with the UK Biobank, which is a database of over 500,000 health records. Yeah, yeah. Spanning the last 13 years and analyzed that database to optimize the algorithm for C-score. So there's some, you know, there's three years of science based behind what mm -hmm. appears to be a very simple app. I have to try it. Now you make me want to try it now. I got I was looking for my phone to download it. So I got I to do it. Uh, great. So you know what have you learned both of you so far after launching those products anything surprising uh, I think initially for us we were trying to do um, a kind of completely integrated solution so um, a user could come in tell us what their week looked like and we could make um, a product recommendation that was basically like a monthly subscription and I think yeah. that was quite a tough model in a sector in sports nutrition that isn't particularly developed in the sort of subscription space as much as it exists in in sort of food and recipe boxes and and that kind of thing um that that was probably quite a big learning for us there's, there's sort of somewhere on that path as you're saying about trying to make things super simple for consumers but actually they still do need some options in <laughs> shopping and frequency and, and and all those things so that that was probably one of our biggest steps and probably in terms of the sort of model of what we do has, has probably changed since launch it's quite unique as well and i say it's like it's having cheek that um the challenge of launching a sports nutrition service um at a unique point in time where 
amateur sport is effectively um, outlawed through the pandemic um, yeah. has certainly created an interesting challenge um, over the last 18 months. Um, but, uh, but the good news is that it shows sometimes in business the importance of patience. You know, that is going to return. But certainly as in the UK, amateur sport, you know, really came back with passion this April. Um, mm -hmm. you know, we've seen, you know, you know, sales, interest levels, feedback from Blue Fuel, yeah, increase accordingly. Um, and, and now with really, really strong growth. Um, and I mean, but the most important thing here is people are back, you know, playing sports again, which is wonderful. Which is great. So how, how do those two products fit into Chelsea Football Club overall strategy? Or maybe you can explain again the relationship between Chelsea Football Club and then Chelsea Digital Ventures, because I don't think a lot of people are aware of that. Sure. So, so you know, as we were, you know, conceiving this strategy, um, you look, looking at the expertise, yeah, you know, that that work was born out, you know, within the club, um, and you know, that's what gives us this unique access to, you know, that talent and those individuals. As we arrived at you know, the businesses that we were going to take forward, <coughs> excuse me. Um, you know, we took the decision to spin Chelsea Digital Ventures out of the football club into its own organization. Principally, you know, we're a startup and each of those businesses, you know, we have to treat with the agility, you know, the hunger, the leanness um, the, you know, to, to take them in different directions, to be as agile as possible. And for that, you want a startup environment. So. Yeah, while we you know, remain at Stanford Bridge, we have our own dedicated office space. You know, we have you know, a digital structure in terms of a way of working that would be familiar to you know, any of the entrepreneurs listening to this podcast. We retain you know, really close links to the club. We retain access to you know, all of that expertise. Um, and then we have you know, a commercial relationship in place you know, with the football club where it comes to yeah, the promotion of those you know, products and services, yeah, as any other partner would do. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and, you know, it's funny. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Gina, I was just going to answer the first part of your question. In terms of how that then relates to the overall strategy, I mean, ultimately, we want to create successful businesses. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I think any business is, you know, is measured by, you know, sort of revenue and profitability, and we're no different. That's... Yeah, that's our ultimate aim um, to, you know, to create and take in the nutrition space, yeah, yeah, market share yeah, in, you know, in the sort of nutrition range and be synonymous with that quality you know, and have that sort of distinction of being this educator yeah, for sports there where maybe access to good sports nutrition or certainly yeah, what, what best practice looks like within sports nutrition yeah, um, has been lagging. The secondary benefit, of course, that takes Chelsea, you know, name and brand, out to potentially new new audiences, both here in the UK and globally. But that's absolutely the secondary benefit. Okay, great. So my, my next question was, you know, what was it like for you guys to, to win a Champions League last year? I'm sure it was a big accomplishment, right, for the club. Uh, let's both answer that. I think for me, it's for me, it's strange because yeah, in business, then yeah, we 
we have our annual targets you know we meet those um yeah yeah we're happy sad depending on performance um it's just magnified when you work alongside um yeah professional sports and you all play your tiny tiny part yeah in the success of that club and therefore you know across the you know across you know chelsea and across cdv i mean winning the champions league is you know is a real pinnacle so to be you know to be around you know uh, you know you know many hundreds of people that have you know played those small parts in in doing that you know is you know is the ultimate sort of you know measure of success in in what we do um even though you can't directly you know point to you know to something that you've done to to help contribute to it, it yeah you know, the the feeling you know of you know satisfaction um, within the club in the days after was palpable it's fantastic no i'm sure i mean i think the way it went down too i mean having a new coach you know like to show mid-season and then just winning the whole thing i mean it was just almost unheard of right yeah great so, story fantastic story yeah. great story like you said <laughs> yeah. And for the year everybody's had as well, I think for for the fans, you're looking for that sort of positivity and you know something to really get excited about around everything else. I think it's uh, yeah, it's it's a massive massive bonus. And then, like you say, with managerial changes, and I guess having been on the kind of side of you know staff that then work around teams and things in in previous lives as as a nutritionist, you kind of like to think you turn up and you know you do your job and. You, know, you have that professional part anyway, but then when the team brings a success with it, um, that you know, it's nice to think that, yeah, as Dave said, you've sort of played your tiny part in kind of fueling yeah. to get them there or, or whatever. So, no, it's totally, yeah, no, I totally get it. Um, and you know, one of well, I forgot to ask the question, but I don't know a lot of clubs who've done what Chelsea has done as far as dig- creating a digital venture. I mean, it's kind of unheard of, right? Like, I'm not I'm aware of. I'm always hesitant to to say that it's unique. I mean, I'd never want to be I'd never want to be that arrogant because, of course, yeah. there's many people out there with many, many different business models that work at doing some fantastic, yeah, some fantastic work both across you know sports and sports tech. Um, I mean, I I think our approach is quite different. Um, yeah. you know, certainly, there's many people you know you're investing in or fostering. Yeah, uh, sort of third-party relationships and doing some great innovation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this pure inside-out approach, um, yeah. I I haven't seen. Not to say that no one else is doing it. I haven't seen it. But like you said, yeah. I mean, if you take yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. and I was just going to say there's certainly plenty that would sort of collaborate at almost like an academic level. You know, when you're sort of looking at sort of pushing boundaries and you know looking at sort of you know, individual kind of research projects, but you see very, very few that actually come through into actual, you know, innovation and delivery of products to market. Um, it, mm-hmm. yeah, as we mentioned, I mean, it probably it either exists in a pure sort of third party relationship base or it, it's kind of, yeah, at that kind of theoretical level, but not actually practically, you know, on the ground happening in with the, within the football club and out in the market at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I think the closest club that I can think of and they haven't created their own kind of digital ventures would be maybe the 49ers in the NFL or maybe uh, the Warriors because uh, they're very big on technology. But again, not, no, nothing close to what you guys have done. Yeah, again, you know, both, yeah, I, you know, both organizations we know really well and yeah. have huge respect for what they're doing. But the structure of it is a little bit different. Exactly. Um, 
So, you know, what, my last question is, you know, at a high level, right? And without getting into specific details, what do you hope to accomplish in the next 24 months? I think it's follow on from that, you know, that last part of the conversation that it is a new way to approach <clears throat> this challenge. So, so you know, the ultimate measure is I'd love to prove that there is a model whereby, you know, that we can you know, build upon, you know, this sort of intellectual property and these services we've created and you know, demonstrate that in a number of them, because in no portfolio will, you know, would ever be um, arrogant enough to think they could all be successful, you know, that we yeah. show that it's possible to to incubate and build businesses in this way. Um, and that means, you know, given that you know, if, I, if we stay with Blue Fuel, you know, we are a market entrant in, in certainly elements of that business model. You know, it's a very competitive market. We've got to, you know, we've got to take you know, enough market share, mm -hmm. build the brand and its association to quality, yeah, um, to a point that, you know, we feel that we can move internationally beyond the UK, you know, yeah. and we be a genuinely well thought of supplier to you know the amateur athlete but also the you know the professional clubs i mean i don't think we mentioned we're already you know bluefield is a bit of a secret product whereby we're already supplying some leading organizations across various sports um because the product's good so, uh, so that's the ultimate, yeah it's it's a very bland answer to say you know the you know the strategy is to yeah, you know, sweat these businesses until, you know, you know, they're either successful or not. Um, and luckily, with both Cisco and Bluefield, off to a good start. That's great. So, look, uh, you know, we're at the end of the, the interview, but I want to congratulate you both. Uh, it's, it's a great initiative. So, and thank you for, for the interview. Thank you for your time today. Oh, you're welcome. A pleasure. Thanks very much. Thanks, Julian. Bye. Thank you.